Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the back seat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Hi, folks. Welcome back. In the last episode of Field Guide to Awesome, I spoke with Dr. Christine Lee. Christine shared how she became the procrastination coach. We talked about how procrastination holds you back from taking action. Even messy action can break the procrastination cycle and lead you to finding your flow. If you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go anywhere just yet, folks. This next episode is a special one. I'm so glad you tuned in for this special midweek episode. Today, I'm talking with Lisa Hamilton-Smith the founder of the Change Your Mind to Change Your World Global Mindset Summit 2020. Let's welcome Lisa Hamilton-Smith. Hey, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you could join me. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's really lovely to be here to talk to you. I'm so excited to talk to you about what you have coming up, but I have a quick question to ask for you first. Shoot. What can I answer? (laughs) Tell me about what your experience with coronavirus has been over the past few weeks, because that is something that's on top of everybody's mind. Everybody's experiencing it a different and unique way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I had a bit bit of a more dramatic experience with coronavirus than most people because I had a ski holiday booked at the beginning of March. And it was very, very, do I go, do I not? The government in the United Kingdom was saying it was fine to travel. Uh, Italy, Italy was in lockdown in a part of the country that I wasn't going to, and I went. Uh, had a wonderful vacation, came back, and the day after I came back, I, I, the, the airports were shut. So I got back by the skin of my teeth. Um, so I'd gone out on this holiday, believing this was just you know, a random epidemic and that it wasn't going to become a pandemic. And I came back to a pandemic pretty much. Um, while I was away, my hometown became the first town in the United Kingdom to um, have a person-to-person case that they could verify that hadn't come uh-huh. in from outside. So we were actually on the news while I was in Italy. I was, everyone was worried about me going to Italy because Italy was you know, the place where there was this massive breakout. But actually, while I was away, it was breaking out of my hometown. So oh. it was very bizarre, very bizarre. Um, I then came home thinking, you know, I'm great, I'm fine. Two days after I came home, I was incredibly ill. Um, I went to bed with aches and a fever and um, a very, very bad cough. But I'd already had a cough while I was skiing. So I don't know whether it was new. Of course, there was no testing. So um, I then got a really, really bad cold, which is not 
symptomatic. So I don't know to this day whether I had any. All I can tell you is I was in bed for a week. <laughs> so, so I had a lovely holiday, went in bed for a week. Um, and during that week, obviously, I was just glued because I, I was not well enough doing things. So I just glued myself to the phone. And I just watched the world start to melt down. And I've never obviously experienced anything like that in my life. And it was shocking and hor horrifying. And um, all I kept thinking while I was lying in bed, not able to do anything else, was what can I do? And, and that's what took me on this journey, which I'm going to discuss in a moment. Wow. Wow. That, that's very scary. You come home in the, in the thick of the pandemic. It was, um, we flew back with masks. Luckily, we actually had bought masks because obviously masks are very hard to get. Um, we had some masks and we didn't really intend to use them, but we had them in our luggage. We popped them on. We went to the airport. We didn't touch anything. We walked, I mean, we looked crazy because at that point it wasn't that bad, but I was hyper aware. Um, and I, I, you know, so I came, when we left and we knew things were going to be locked down, we, we, we were already gay. We, we don't want to touch anyone. And uh, we, we came back to England, though. In Italy, everyone, they, was, they were scanning us uh, for our temperature. Wow. We came back to England, and it was like nothing. There was nothing going on here, i.e. they weren't scanning. They just let me in. There were no questions. They weren't checking if I was ill. It was a bit random, and it was a little bit sort of like, why isn't England doing more? If, if, if Italy... It, it, I wasn't in a lockdown area in Italy, but they were still treating it like, you know, they had ambulances, they were really aware. I came back and it was life as normal for a couple of days, you know, and it was, it was very weird, like I'd gone from one world to another, and then rapidly within that week, we became the same, but I, it was surreal. The whole thing was such a surreal experience. I can only imagine. And when you go from hypervigilant one area that's hypervigilant and to your home area that's not, and then you get sick and mm -hmm. it really comes home, how real it is. And the dichotomy of how our leadership in different countries are handling the situation. And I want to congratulate you because it's so exciting when, when I meet someone who is experiencing a really challenging health uh, setback and asks, what can I do to help change the world? What can I do to contribute back? What can I get, do to make others' lives more bearable in this time of disruption? So this is really why you're here, because you're making <laughs> things happen. And so tell me a little bit about what you are doing. Well, the first thing um, I just need to say, there are two courses of action here. My first action was because I know a lot about starting online businesses and business social media marketing. The first thing I did was reached out to my local community group and said, um, do we have a group to help the elderly and the vulnerable? Because I knew at that point we thought that they were the only ones that were really getting knocked by this. <laughs> we now know it's more widely distributed. Um, and 
there were a couple of other women who said we were going to start something. So I started something with them and we started what we called Hazelmere Help. Hazelmere is my hometown. And we started Hazelmere Help and, and this lovely lady, Nan, had been um, a counsellor and she had all the, the council connections and, and, and another, her best friend knew, uh, had done a lot of voluntary work with that kind of organisation, charities and feeding the elderly and all that kind of thing in normal times. So I came in as the tech person and, um, and helped them get going and then we had another lady who was an absolute whiz on google docs and we all came together and we created the system which which has fed the town literally got prescriptions got and that was incredible and so i was really excited but then i realized like okay that's not i now that it's organized and i actually felt myself to be having been very very ill I felt quite vulnerable. I didn't want to go out. I wasn't sure if I had it. And if I hadn't had it, I didn't want to get it on top of what I'd had. So I wasn't able to physically go out and do the shopping and prescription running for people. So I kind of stepped back from that project, having got that off, and then thought, what else can I do? <laughs> and that's when I realized that how you think and, and how you perceive the situation will affect how you feel which will affect how your family relationships, your business, your work, your future through this crisis is going to be. And I'm extraordinarily lucky that I've been able to work with um, an organization called the Knowledge Broker Blueprint, where I learned an awful lot of um, mindset, I learned mindset work, I, I, I learned how to launch businesses. And Tony Robbins is the mindset guru of all mindset gurus in the world. And if anyone can help you get through a crisis, he can. And so I've been very, very lucky to have worked with him. So I thought, well, I know that how you think creates your reality. And if you're thinking this is the end of my world, I'm going to lose my job. I, I have lost my job. I've been fired. A lot of people have been fired, you know, in that sort of situation. Mm -hmm. Or you're thinking, I can't cope with being isolated for months if you think you can't you can't and if you right. think you can you can so i'm like okay so i need to reach out to people and somehow i have to help them see that this is not an opportunity is the wrong word but they can see that they can make something of this you know this is just an event this is an isolation this is a lockdown this is a time where everything stops now you can think everything stops and this is a disaster, or you can think everything stops. What can I make of this? How can I yes. use this as an opportunity? That's How can I think? Now, suddenly we have time to think. So what can I think about to, to do something that I've always wanted to do? And I started to think of the positive things that come out of this. And I thought, great. How can I reach out to people and say, take this time and, and use it and find a way forward that works for you? This is a time to actually think, was I loving the job I've just lost? And if not, what else should I do? You know, am I loving my, my, is my relationship with my children better now I've got time with them? Wow, maybe I should spend more time with them generally. So all these issues about how do you think about your life? How do you create a life that you love? You know, um, what opportunities are out there when we come back to the new normal, whatever that's going to be in two, three months, four months, whatever time it is, the world will be different. And it can be different better or it can be different worse. And right. how it is for you depends on the actions you take now. So that's why I decided mindset is the key. It is the key. It is the key. And we met through uh, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint 
and um, Tony Robbins, it's a controversial, is a controversial subject. People either love him <laughs> or hate him. Yes. And um, really in any aspect of business or life, it's important to either love something or hate it. It's either the hell yes or the <laughs> hell no. Yes. Um, and I happen to adore Tony Robbins for many reasons and his message works and the knowledge broker blueprint is really, I'm really excited to be part of that community and have had a chance to meet with you. That yes. has been a fantastic experience and it is incredibly true that how you think about the world, how you think about your life, how you think about your experience creates your experience absolutely absolutely yeah they're, they're classic if you believe you can you can you can and if you believe you can't you can't you know nothing is impossible if you unless you believe it's impossible you know it, it is we have now millions of cases documented cases of people doing miraculous things with lives and businesses and, and incredible events and and heroes and every hero that's ever been in war or or in government or or been a leader to to save people's lives in any way they believed they could and they yep. didn't go and do those extraordinary things because because they didn't believe they believed they could and you've got to start with a belief because that that everything starts in your mind and then we build out then we take action I believe that wholeheartedly. There are businesses, there are incredible life-saving solutions that have come from people who've had nothing. <laughs> and it's not about having resources because I, I often hear a lot of people saying, I can't do things because I don't have. I don't have support. I don't have money. I don't have time. And the truth is that the biggest things that were created by people who had absolutely nothing did not have time. They did not have money. They did not have resources and they did not have support yet. They still created it. And the difference is not resources, but being resourceful. Correct. Yes. Yes. And, and, and you can't be resourceful unless you believe you can be resourceful. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and, and it's not just believe you can and but believe that there's no other option yeah yeah not tolerating and, the status quo yes yes um and and i i know believing you can make a difference with what you do um and being unstoppable i think that i've i've studied various things over my life and i did a course of unstoppability and unreasonable requests and one of the exercises we had to do was go out into the street and like ask random strangers like um can i have some money um or go to the restaurant and say can i have a free bottle of wine or can i uh, can i have th th a treble sizer dish yes. and the interesting thing was most people say yes so we would think oh, i could never ask for that i could never do that no we can't because again we think that's not okay so you have this limiting belief and then when you actually push yourself through the boundaries you realize extraordinary things happen and that's when when people who have 
you know, being incredible leaders in life that they have pushed through. And, and now we have a situation, a crisis where we all have to push through. We yes. have to find a way to keep ourselves safe, find a way for us to create a future that works for us and our families, create businesses that work for us and create a life in in the new world whatever that's going to look like that we that we enjoy that we love and um, we can do that and a lot of people think you know oh I, I haven't got I, I'm not clever enough I haven't got the skills I haven't I can't change my life I can't do this I can't do that because 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 and if you start to look at your mindset you just start to change a little tiny bit and start to think what if I could what would it take and I, I love that question. What would it take? Because sometimes, you know, you ask yourself that, well, it would take this, this and this. And then you think, well, maybe. And you just, the possibility starts to, to, cre to creep in there. And then you think, well, unreasonably, what could I ask of people? And this you know, is with my idea of the Global Mindset Summit. You know, um, I thought, well, I have this idea. Uh, I want to bring all these mindset coaches together so that we can change the world by changing people's minds. And it was quite unreasonable of me to say, okay, I need like 50 to 100 coaches. Will you all sign up here, please? And, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, are they going to listen to me? Who am I to ask these people? But I also asked myself, okay, who am I to not ask? And if I don't ask, who will? And if, doesn't, if this doesn't happen, how will we change people's mindsets in the world? How can we help people to push through the feeling of, you know, depression and grief and sadness and loss that so many people are facing right now? And the answer is, we, you do it. You just do it. You just go like, I'm going I'm to try. I'm going to take action and try and see how we can change. Oh, that's breathtakingly beautiful. I love the inspired action that you took and it's coming together beautifully. I get to see a little bit of the, the back end of it and it's really coming together beautifully. It, it's, it's extraordinary how 10, 12 days ago now we had no coaches. Uh, we have 97 coaches in the presenters group and we have 50 that have committed their topic. And I'm thinking we're probably going to end up with about 60 or 70. There's a few saying, I haven't given you my topic yet. And I'm going, I need it soon. <laughs> and now we're working on building the, um, the, the audience and all the coaches and reaching out to their communities. And I'm reaching out to every community I can to say, come bring your people. This is, this, is a tool to be shared. We're not doing it for a private party. <laughs> right. I mean, I can enjoy watching everybody, but it, it isn't for me. It is for the world. This is a gift of all these coaches coming together to share what they've learned that they know can help in times of crisis and uncertainty and change. And, and we're always in some level of uncertainty and change, but we're in unprecedented levels of uncertainty and change at the moment. So the coaches are bringing these tools so that people can watch for as many hours and go away and come back and watch the replay and watch it over and over gosh that's really interesting if, if I do this and I think that way it might help me just different ways to think about how you see the world to help people and then we really hope that this um this that this grows as a movement we'd love this to become the new mindset movement for people that is brilliant and Lisa can you share with my audience where they can go to find out about this summit. 
Right, they simply go to Facebook and the summit is existing on Facebook in a Facebook group called Changing Your Mind to Change Your World Global Mindset Summit. 2020 and you can pop that into sorry, into facebook and you will find the facebook page which will lead you to the group or you'll find the the group directly but if you put those keywords into facebook you will find us you will find me you will find us and you will find the presenters who are posting all over facebook with the summit info as well and I will put all of that information in the show notes so that my listeners will have a link to click to get there easy. Awesome. Thank you, Trina. Thank you so much. Appreciate you helping us get the word out there. You're welcome. I'm all excited about this. And I am um, actually going to be presenting twice this coming Yay. weekend. I am very excited. So stay tuned, listeners, to find out more about what I'll be talking about. I shall be looking. I shall be there watching the whole thing. So I look forward to watching you too. That's fantastic. And Lisa, I hope this has been such a wonderful interview and you have so much to share. I would love if you were able to come back in the future. Um, very, I'm all yours. Very happy to come back and share again. Absolutely. Thank you, Trina, for inviting me back. That would be fantastic. Thank you very much, Lisa. And I can't wait to see the summit. And everybody, you should really go. Do not miss this. Come and join in, guys. It's going to be the biggest mindset party in the world. Woohoo! I'm so glad you tuned in today. I'm super excited for the Change Your Mind to Change Your World Global Mindset Summit 2020. And I'm honored to be one of the presenters. I'll be presenting on Saturday, April 18th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Sunday, April 19th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't worry if you catch this episode past those dates. The 2020 event will be available for free within Facebook. Check the show notes for the link to the Change Your Mind to Change Your World Global Mindset Summit 2020 Facebook group. With over 60 plus presenters, there's bound to be something that will resonate with you. And make sure to tune in next week, folks. I'll be talking with Mari Suzuki, the kitchen wizard. She's also an Amazon number one best-selling cookbook author of Kitchen Wizard Flexipes. She developed a signature meal prep and cooking method that allows busy people to fit healthy cooking into their lifestyle easily, even when they don't have the time. Mari was so much fun to interview, and I can't wait for you to catch her episode. Don't miss it, folks. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.